Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to uh, talk about Russia and what they could do differently in Ukraine. Because I got a question that contained a little bit of a challenge. So why not? Now, the way the question was put to me was unique, and I definitely want to read it because it was entertaining. I've watched 16 of your videos pointing out Russia's failures, as you say. If you were truly unbiased and as knowledged as you seem, you would at least show what you would do differently than Russia instead of just pointing out mistakes. If you know better than our generals, tell us how you would liberate Ukraine as a Russian. Our generals. What are y'all crowdsourcing battle plans now? Tell us how you would liberate Ukraine as a Russian. Sure. Why not? All right. So, this is a rough sketch of uh, <laughs> of Ukraine. Down here, in fact, it's kind of uh, not visible, but Crimea is down here, and that's going to be important. So, since it's not really in frame, just know it's there. The brown section here, this is the occupied area. This is what Russia is saying is secure. Um, where all the partisan activities occurring. So if you're going to try to clean up somebody else's mess, right? what's the first thing you want to look at? Underutilized stuff. Stuff that isn't being used the way it should be or isn't being used at all. Down here in Crimea, Russia has a bunch of loyalists that are non-state actors, a bunch of paramilitaries. Okay? They're going to be super mobile, it's the way of the world. Non-state actors are typically more mobile than state actors, than conventional militaries. What is one of the largest problems that Russia is facing? A lack of mobility. Mobilize them. Don't give them tanks or anything to bog them down. Just get them into the field. Give them SUVs, trucks, doesn't matter. Bring them up to here. Bring them up to this area right here. And then at this point... You have to take a look at what has already been determined that you can't really change. Russian high command, for whatever reason, is very much committed to the idea of launching the main operation from Izium. It's up here. Now, one of their big problems is they have this giant front that they're trying to maintain, and they don't really have the troops for it. So, what can they do? Thin them out. But if you do that, well, you might have a break. But right now, the Ukrainians believe Russia's going on the offensive. They wouldn't expect it. So quietly, slowly, so it's not noticed, anything that isn't absolutely necessary gets pulled off and pushed up to Izium, where it waits. You leave some conventional forces here. Right? And then once everything's in position... This force right here starts moving first, all right? right at sunset. Nobody's going to expect the Russian military to do anything at night because the Russian military hasn't been doing anything at night because y'all sold all of your night vision on eBay or whatever. So this force, leaving the paramilitaries behind, starts moving this way. And as it moves, it's pulling everything off the line. Everybody's coming off the line. And they're joining the force. They have to move quickly because they have to make it here by daybreak. They have to be in line with Izium by daybreak. 
So they have that period of time to, to cover that distance, pulling everybody off the line as they move. So by the next morning, you should have a large concentration of forces here and a large concentration of forces there. This is when the operation really starts. Both forces form up and break east and go back to Russia. As soon as you cross the border, poof, Ukraine's liberated. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.